Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Spoken Worth. Welcome to the Spoken Worth Podcast, where we talk about life, faith, and everything in between. If you're watching this week's episode, click like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, where you can follow along with each week's episode. We drop a weekly episode Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. So if you're watching this week's episode, thank you. You matter. You're loved. You're appreciated. If you want to become a Patreon, it's only $5 a month. A Patreon member gets exclusive and early access to each month's episode. And at the end of the month, we provide a Q&A via Zoom where together we discuss the episodes throughout the month. So if that's something you're interested in, you can find the link in the description and you can become a Patreon today for only $5 a month. Thank you for watching this week's episode. Again, you matter, you're loved, you're appreciated. Episode three, courage, embracing and facing our fears. Enjoy. What is up? Here we go. Let's jump right into episode three. If you're wondering why in this episode I've got a black eye, uh, I want to address that really quickly. Yeah, it's odd. I've got a really bad black eye in my eye right now. Um, some people know this. Some people don't. I, I train and I practice Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I train in a gym and, and there's a competition coming up. Uh, coming up and, and in training, I, I just caught an accidental uh, knee or an elbow uh, to my cheek. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I got a big bruise. And so, yeah, this whole episode... It's going to look like I got punched in the face by Mike Tyson. So um, just thought I should kind of clear that up so it's not odd. Uh, I'm not in any kind of danger. No one needs to reach out and ask if I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine. It's just a black eye. My mom told me, she said, I know what could prevent that black eye. And I said, what is that? And she said, she said if you don't do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I said, life is all about uh, living through the bumps and bruises. And so I think not doing jiu-jitsu because of a black eye wouldn't be the best choice. So it's all good. It's a good reminder that life is all about getting through the bumps and bruises. It's all about taking the hard shots and keep going. Uh, like Rocky Balboa once said, it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and get up and keep moving forward. And my voice is a little bit off this episode. If you're wondering why my voice is off, um, I, I teach at a school. I teach seven classes, uh, up to seven classes a day. And this past week I was in my classes. I just wasn't hydrated enough and I completely lost my voice. My voice was shot. It's finally back in a place where I can film and do an episode. So I'm really excited, but I'm excited about today's episode. And, and I just kind of want to, uh, get right back into things. Sorry if my voice is kind of off this week and sorry if my black eye seems to be a distraction. Uh, but hopefully you can get something from this episode. The purpose of this episode is to identify the connection between courage and fear so that we would practice courage in the areas of life we fear most. Furthermore, it is to identify what will create more courage within our life so that we would take steps towards living with more confidence. Um, and the three main points we're going to cover in this idea of courage is one, courage is developed in arenas of fear. Embrace and face your fears to develop courage. That's what we're going to look at first. And then secondly, we're going to look at 
Consistency of courage creating confidence. Uh, that, that's right. Consistency of courage creates confidence. We're going to look at that further in this episode. And then lastly, we're going to look at needing encouragement when we don't have enough courage within ourselves. And we're going to look at this idea of encouragement, what that means, and why we really need a community that can encourage us and give us courage when we don't have it ourselves. And the reason we're talking about all of this is because in life, I believe courage is one thing everybody wishes they want, uh, that they had more of, but at the times they need it most, they don't seem to have it. I know that's true in my life. In other words, in times of my life when I want to take those bold steps of faith, or when I want to be courageous, or when I want to be strong, I end up failing and resolving back to being timid and being afraid and, and being paralyzed in that fear. And I think a lot of people also live with a lot of fear. I think the pandemic really proved that. I think we see that fear is something that's really prevalent and present within a lot of people's lives in a lot of different forms. And so I wanted to talk about courage and what courage is, and again, how it develops confidence, how it how we can create that within our life and what we need to do. And I think the first thing we need to do in this first point is define courage. What does courage even mean? Courage defined is the ability to do something that frightens someone. And I think that's a fascinating definition because quite frankly, that opposes, it's contrary to our common perception of courage. And it really tells us what courage is not. Courage is not the ability to do something with lack of or no fear. And, and I think we see this demonstrated perfectly in the example of Jesus. Jesus demonstrates courage. In other words, Jesus demonstrates the ability to do something that very much so frightened him. And you might be wondering, what frightened Jesus? That's blasphemous. Don't say anything frightened Jesus. Well, we see that in Luke's account. In the, uh, in the garden, before he goes to the cross, Jesus is in the garden. He's invited his disciples to join him in prayer, to overcome their hour of temptation. What's the temptation? To avoid and run from the suffering that's to come. Jesus is about to die on the cross, and, and they're going to face this temptation to completely abandon him and, and run from this will of God that has now come through this suffering servant named Jesus. And yet Jesus is in the cross uh, Jesus is in the garden and he's weeping and he's pleading with the father. But Luke excellently notes and accounts that he actually bleeds. He actually sweats great drops of blood from his face. In other words, Jesus is experiencing extreme anxiety, extreme stress, extreme fear. He is afraid of what he is about to go through, of what he is facing. And he even asks the father to remove the this cup from him. He doesn't want to, to go into this if there's any other way, but the Father says, this is the way. And Jesus says, not my will, but yours be done. Jesus demonstrates great courage in the garden, not because he lacked any fear, not because he was fearless, but very much so because he was fearful, but he didn't let that fear dictate his step, his walk, or his choice. He chose courage. He chose the difficult path. He chose what was, what was difficult and undesirable and uncomfortable, but what was best and what was good and what was right. 
That's courage. Jesus in the garden perfectly demonstrates what courage really is and what courage is not. And that's often what we think of when we think of courage. We think of this idea of never being afraid or being fearless or have no fear. And and maybe you're thinking, well, in the Bible, Jesus says, don't be afraid and do not fear. Yeah, he says that a lot of times. But notice how he says, don't be afraid and don't fear. What is he saying? He's not saying to not have fear and he's not saying do not possess any fear. He's calling us to not be dictated by that fear, to not choose that fear, to not follow that fear. To follow fear would be the opposite of faith, but to have fear is certainly not faithless, and we need to understand that. A lot of times, people who are experiencing fear, the Christian answer is more of a Christianese kind of answer that really isn't a a truthful answer. It's an answer where people say, well, just don't be afraid. Have no fear. God is with you. And that really opposes the biblical idea of courage. Jesus was not fearless. He did not follow his fear. He followed the Father's will despite his fear. And so it's very important for us to understand courage is the ability to do something when something frightens you very much so. In fact, the more fear there is, the more opportunity there is for courage. If there's no fear, there's nothing courageous about it. There's nothing courageous about doing something that doesn't even scare you. And so courage requires risk. The more that's at risk, the more there is fear. The more there is fear, the more opportunity there is for courage. And in our relationships with God, what is the risky step of courage that you fear taking the most? In our workplaces, with our coworkers, our bosses, what is that risky step of courage that you fear taking the most? In our relationships with others, our marriages, our families, our children, with our parents, what is that risky step of courage that you fear taking the most? If we can identify the step we fear taking the most, most likely, not all the time, we will have found the step of courage that is worth taking. Again, if if I can identify the area of my life where I fear taking a step of courage the most, I have then identified most likely the area in which I need to take that step of courage, despite my fear, in the midst of my fear, regardless of my fear. I can practice being courageous by not following my fear, but rather stepping into it and embracing it, owning it, and not shying away from it. And if you want courage in your life, You need to practice embracing and owning your fears rather than denying them or pushing them to the side or acting like it's your responsibility to obliterate them because it's not. In fact, perhaps God allows us to feel these fears so that we can experience the joy of courage because there is a joy in courage. And that really leads us to our second point consistency of courage creates confidence. And I know in my life, I fail to feel confident in so many things. I fail to feel confident 
in my relationship with my wife. I feel to feel confident in my work and in my job. I feel to feel confident in my friendships. I feel to feel confident in even the things I'm passionate about, like poetry and music. Oftentimes, confidence evades us. We live without confidence. And I believe a lot of times it's because we fail to practice a consistent practice of courage. When we consistently practice courage, it creates confidence. And confidence defined is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. In other words, firm trust. And so think about it. What areas of your life do you lack confidence? In other words, what areas of your life do you lack firm trust in yourself? What parts of you do you not feel are reliable or firm enough to feel courage and strength to act on? Where do you lack confidence? Is it in your relationship with God? Is it in your marriage and with your spouse? Is it at your job with your coworkers and boss? Is it with your parents and family? Is it your physical health? Is it your ability to speak up and stand up for yourself? Is it your ability to set boundaries? What is it within your life or within you that you lack confidence the most? And again, if you can identify the area or the arena within you or within your life that you lack confidence the most, then by result, you can identify where it is that you need to exercise and practice courage the most. Look within those arenas and those areas of your life and identify the step that scares you the most to take. Take that step. And if the step is too big for you to take, find the next biggest step. Keep searching within yourself and within your life until you find a step that scares you to take, but that you're willing to commit to taking. And as you practice those small steps of courage, Confidence begins to be built. Confidence comes from courage consistently being practiced. And when we slowly but surely practice courage more and more, we will feel more and more trust and confidence within our life. And the more I practice courage in my marriage, the more confident I will feel within my marriage and in communication with my wife and as a husband. The more I practice courage in my workplace and with my coworkers and with my boss, the more confidence I will feel within my job and among my coworkers and among my employer. Wherever courage is practiced and exercised and slowly walked out, confidence will be created and developed. So confidence will be where courage is consistently practiced. So consider where do you want confidence in your life? And let that be a place you begin practicing taking steps that are risky, that have fear, but you are willing to commit to taking because of the reward that comes from it. Consistency of courage creates confidence. And then lastly, community stirs up courage and offers grace when we fail and fall to fear. Again, many times when we lack courage, we need to be encouraged by community 
to get the courage we need. In other words, sometimes we need to receive courage from an outside source other than ourselves. And, and that really is what the definition of encourage means. Encourage defined is to give, instill courage, confidence, or hope to someone. And to instill something is to gradually but firmly establish something. So that means encouragement is when someone or something gives gradual, firm establishment of courage, confidence, and hope within someone. We need sources of encouragement within our life because there is time when we will fall and fail to fear. There is time when we will fail to do the steps of courage that we know we ought to take. That's why Paul says, I do the things I don't want to do and I don't do the things that I want to do. I believe in a lot of ways he's talking about courage there in regards to I have this struggle between acting on what I know I should act on and I have a struggle not acting on what I shouldn't act on. And so I think courage, a lot of times we, we, we can practice taking those courageous steps and create confidence, but then a lot of times we don't have the courage within ourselves to even take those initial steps. Or when we fall to fear, sometimes it takes all the courage we had left in us out of us. It just zaps it. It just erases it. It just takes it away. And when those moments come, when those moments occur in our life, we absolutely need community. We need community specifically that's Christ-centered community. And a Christ-centered community, it's one of the greatest sources of encouragement someone can have. It's trying to live courageously by ourselves you understand, trying to live courageously by ourselves just doesn't work out. In a Christ-centered community, it's an authentic community. And we gain courage when we have the safety to be seen and heard in an authentic and real way. In a Christ-centered community, it's grace-filled community. We gain courage through the receiving of grace. Practicing courage comes with a lot of failure. The more we practice courage, the more we will fail in doing the courageous thing. And when we fail, we need grace from a grace-filled, Christ-centered community that can give us that grace in our time of need. Grace will be what gets us back on the horse of courage when we fall to fear. And a Christ-centered community is truth-filled. Many times we avoid and suppress the truth of where we need to exercise courage. We deny it. We know where we need to exercise courage. We know the steps of courage, of boldness. We know the risky steps we ought to take, but we ignore those things in a Christ-centered community. That's a community that can help you identify those truths in your life, those areas of life where you need to practice courage. A truth-filled community of Christians can gracefully help you identify those areas of courage that is most needed in your life. But most importantly, bigger than even a Christ-centered community, you need Christ. We need Christ. I need Christ as the greatest and sole and supreme source of encouragement in my life. 
And we can find encouragement. We can find the firm establishment of courage within us from Jesus because of the courage that Jesus demonstrated. In other words, I can find courage and be encouraged by Jesus because of the courage seen from Jesus. Jesus' courage on the cross gives me courage to sacrifice and lay down my will. Jesus' courage to love his enemies gives me courage to serve and love my enemies. Jesus' courage to set boundaries and flip tables and, and do the things that were difficult in his time gives me courage to set boundaries that need to be set and to protect when it needs to happen. Jesus' courage to speak truth regardless of the consequences and regardless of the public perception gives me courage to choose truth rather than fear of what might occur if I did choose truth. Jesus' courage to go from heaven to earth gives me courage to follow God, even if it means lowering myself and where I'm at in life in order to serve others. Jesus' courage to ask God to forgive those who were murdering him Give me the courage to be able to choose forgiveness when it doesn't even seem possible. Jesus' courage in his life provides real encouragement to those who lack courage and confidence in their life. And so please connect with a Christ-centered community and with Christ himself because through both you will find sources of encouragement that will richly bless your life. Don't be the Christian or the person that says, I love God, but I don't need church. Maybe you don't need an unhealthy church, but you certainly need a healthy faith family that will love and be there for you, see you and hear you and accept you and be able to give you that encouragement when you lack courage most in your life. Courage is the thing that can unlock confidence. It's the very thing that can lead to more structure, consistency, more opportunity, more fruit in our life. Courage is so important. And so what we do with this is we identify, we own, and we embrace our fears. Stop running from them. Stop acting like, like we're supposed to obliterate them from within our minds and hearts. Stop thinking it's sinful to have fear. It's not. What's sinful is to pretend like we have no fear. Because it's simply not true. Face and embrace your fears. But then secondly, practice courage by taking the risky steps that you don't want to take in the areas of life that you lack confidence in. Practice courage by taking the risky steps you don't want to take in the areas of life you lack confidence in. And then lastly, get connected to Christ-centered community and to Christ. Because there's going to come a time where you fail and you fall to fear and you fail to take that step of courage and your courage seems to disappear. But when that happens, you need a source of encouragement that can give you the courage and instill the courage into you, firmly establish the courage into you so that you can get back on the horse of courage and continue to do the work that you don't want to do so that you can receive what you wouldn't receive if you just ignored that fear and you chose to just 
stay where you're at and not take those risky steps. So hopefully this was an episode that encouraged you in some way. Maybe it gives you the courage to identify where you need to exercise courage. But whatever this episode did for you, I'm thankful, I'm appreciative that you took the time to watch and hang out and listen. Again, God wants us to have confidence and courage within our life and within our relationships and certainly within our relationship with Him. And so find where it is that you lack confidence. Find your fears. Own them. Embrace them. And practice courage to create confidence within your life. God bless. If you're watching this episode and you're looking for a community where you can find courage and be encouraged to practice more and more boldness within your life, I encourage you to again consider thecrucibleproject.org. That's thecrucibleproject.org. I went on a weekend in 2019 for a men's retreat and it absolutely changed my life. Gave me tools and community where today I now have more courage and confidence because of the work I get to do through that ministry. And so consider attending thecrucibleproject.org. They have weekends for men and women. If you're interested in a scholarship, our church offers scholarships to anybody that's interested in going and attending a weekend. Please just reach out to me. My email is in the description. Thank you for watching this week's episode. Please start to practice courage in your life. I believe it'll be a blessing. Subscribe, like this video, and follow along on my channel where next week we're going to drop another episode on Sunday at 7 o'clock p.m. Thank you. You matter. You're loved. Speak worth. Speak life, not hate. God bless.